Jason, I've got some news for you. What's that? Our show, as it is every week, is brought to the people by our good friends, Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Listen, these are some good folk, and they've got a good event coming up. Pillows and Pinot. You betcha. It is May 24th. That is a Friday at 6 o'clock. You get to come for your entry fee. You get a get to custom design a pillow, which has a $100 value. And you're going to get some wine and an opportunity to spend and hang out with your friends. So you get to talk about, like, you can pick your colors, your design. You can just be as creative as you want. And the custom pillow process will be there for you to do that. And the most important thing to know this week is the tickets are now on sale. They are on sale if you go to the Pillows and Pino event page on Facebook. There's a little link right there. You can go and get your picket. You can go and get your tickets. You can go and get your tickets. And if you have some decorating needs in your house, you can head on over to our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Just tell them Jason and Nick sent you. Hello and welcome to this Friday edition of Lee Summit Town Hall. With me today are Councilmember Rob Benny from the 1st District and Assistant City Manager Nick Edwards. Welcome both of you guys. Rob, welcome as a repeat Nick, guest. thanks. I appreciate that. It's always great to be here. So we're here today. This is one of my favorite topics. We get to encourage and celebrate public involvement in our community processes, our government processes. Specifically, what we're going to talk about is the strategic plan that's going on. This started within the last couple of months. We're getting ready to start round two or phase two of this. So I want to I want to recap just a little bit um, and and go backward. Why? I'll start with you, Rob. Why do we Why do we do this process? What is What is the point of this? Well, I think it's a great question, Nick. And we look at the process and why do we go through it? It It really allows that input of of the citizen's voice, the uh, the everyday person on the street that might not follow city events, that might not be as in tune with the happenings, but but still has an idea what they want to see in their community. Um, last year, Mayor Rhodes charged Councilmember Seif and I with beginning the process of of how do we go about starting a new strategic plan and. We had the success of the Leaf Summit 360 plan from 2007-2008, and that plan really lasted a, about a solid 10 years. Um, the uh, participants in that put a lot of thought into it and the time it took. And as, as we looked at, let's take the next 10 to 20 years into, into scope and into view, uh, we, we started the process of how do we gather that information uh, the world is a lot different today than it was 10, 15 years ago when they started. Uh, a lot of social media, a lot of online stuff that wasn't necessarily there back then. And uh, not everybody has the time to come do the, the hour, two, three-hour meetings that we had to do in that first one, too. So we tried to figure out a way to, to get involvement and input and uh, that works for everybody's schedules and lifestyles these days. We're doing it a little differently, though. I think you know, that you brought up the the 360 that was that was done 10 years or more ago. That was really a, a committee, a pretty big committee of of citizens. But this time, you kind of are, are saying, "Hey, everybody, you're in the committee." So it was why why are we doing it that different? What what does it offer? I guess that maybe that's different. Nick, uh, I think you know the the structure for this this uh, st- strategic plan. I think it helps share ownership across uh, all groups, all stakeholders, all elected officials. Uh, we had a very organic process with Lee Summit 360. And um, I think the, what 
what's going to make this process a little bit better is that shared ownership and, and all of us thinking uh, strategically for the next um, 10, 15 years. And I'll jump in a little bit there. I think what Nick was pointing out was one of the things that people – uh, there was some thought that, well, maybe there wasn't complete buy-in in the last plan. Um, some council members or individuals may have complained that they had nothing to do with it, so they didn't follow it. And, and we'll see that in the future, too. Council members will change. The elected bodies will change. Um, but what really makes these plans work and, and makes them worth going through all the process for is that the community buys in and the community has their say and input, and that's what really helps drive where, did, where does the community go, and how does it help those elected officials go in that direction? Okay, so let's get a little specific. What what kind of ideas and buy-in, what, what are you really wanting to find out from people? What what are, what are questions are we asking during this? Well, great. I'll, I'll start with a few. I think we've talked about what, what do people want to see in Lease Summit. The city services, we know most people really are proud of the city services that the city itself offers. But what are the things they don't see? What are the things they'd like to see? Um, and, you know, in 20 years ago they did this, and it, w- it was about retail and shopping and, and stopping that, that retail gap of people leaving Lee Summit to spend their money. The last two and the last last 20 years we've addressed a lot of that. So the questions asking today are what does Lee Summit of tomorrow and 5, 10, 15 years down the road look like? Um what is the job opportunities that are here in Lee Summit? Or, you know, we, we really do have the, the live and the play part down really well. Um, and I think what we need to do as we go forward is try and find those ways to make it so that you work in Lee Summit as well. So let, we asked those questions, and there was a series of things that this started with. There were, there were some, some group efforts where, where people were asked to come in and move around tables and talk about different topics. There were some smaller stakeholder group meetings, people were able to participate online and, and that way. So what did, what did you guys hear in the first round? What, what, what kind of things did you hear back? Was there anything maybe that, that surprised you? Uh, I think for me, it, it might not, it isn't a surprise, but I think there was, I heard loud and clear an emphasis on uh, economic development and uh, making sure that the community has uh, job offerings that can support, um, you know, a variety of different people here in the community. And so that, to me, was the, the thing that stood out. Um, I think we heard a lot of uh, do more things better. Um, I think there were a lot of people there that were, I would say, um, happy with city services, but encouraging us to take a next step and being more efficient or delivering a higher level of service. And so, um, you know, that, that's, that's always, uh, a good challenge to have and, uh, something good to work towards. Rob, was there, was there anything that maybe confirmed what you were already thinking or maybe even changed kind of your perspective a little bit? Uh, the, the proactive infrastructure development, I heard, we heard a lot of people talking about let's make sure everything's ready. Um, the PRI land, I think, with the recent announcement, that was probably on a lot of people's minds as they went through this. Uh, how are we going to prepare for that space? How are we going to bring that online? That gets a lot of people excited. It, it does. It's 4,000 acres and, you know, two different parts of town that are really – and the city, I think, has, has already done a lot in the past. If you, if you really look at where we've done improvements, roadways, other things – We've made a lot of that ground in a lot better position than it was before, you know, go back to when they were purchased in the 80s. 
today though that ground most of those grounds have a lot of roads around them there's a lot of development near or around them already um, the, the southern piece has a variety of opportunities for it I, i'm sure there's people that are just clamoring to get at those that north piece up there and so i think where we go with that will be of, of great interest so that that proactive infrastructure the thing that really popped to me nick that that i was kind of surprised by was was connectivity and more sidewalks and trails and I thought, wow, we already do a really great job of, of a bike loop and walking loops. And we put the eight-foot, you know, exercise trail sidewalks, what we call them, but they're eight-foot trails. And, and we already do a lot of that. But people, that was still in a lot of people's minds to try and continue to improve on that even. So looking for new opportunities as development occurs. And, and maybe it, it has something to do with this 4,000 acres about to come on as well. How are you going to lay that out for the future? Um, you know, there's, a, there's an expectation that, the city can control what happens well to a very limited extent you know it's still private ground it's going to be sold um but i think with with part of that planning process is what what impact can we have laying things out in advance that, that make it a better community in the future one of the things that i heard uh when i participated that 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 surprised me and it's right in line with what you just said i heard a lot of people talking about preserving natural areas to have those green spaces around town and that surprising to me that, that that so many people cared about that thought about that I like it I, I personally agree with them but it, I, I was a little I was a little surprised that there were that many people thinking about having making sure that as we developed up there were green spaces saved we, we did and, and if you think about it you know 15 20 years ago people used to move to the rain tree area and very southerly summit because they thought they were alone down south and just outside of the city um, today, you know, development is, is filled up really the middle of town for a good share. But now we see that on the west side a little bit. There's folks that move just south of everything over off of Prior Road. And now everything in between where they thought they were getting away from in 470 is being built in. So when that PRI ground comes over there, there's obviously going to be a lot more. And that driving home and having some fields on both sides of you feeling is, is probably not going to be there as long as, as people would like. Right. Okay, so so we've we've talked a little bit about things that you guys heard. Things. That, what do you what did you do with that information? So we, we aren't quite yet to where to the phase two starting. But, but but what did you do? How did you call that information together? I know the consultants that were hired packaged it and presented it to to council for uh, at your retreat. Am I right? Yeah. So so how did that how did that get presented to you? And what what do you do with that information as you get ready for this next piece? So a, a little bit about what we're working on this time around with the plan is is to get a little bit of that elected official buy-in and get some council feedback on it. And so um, this this particular consultant doing this plan said, hey, let's let's take a couple swings at this first. And they gathered all the data from the – and it's – I Nick could tell me how many pages it was, probably 150-plus printed pages. They literally bullet-pointed every comment that was made in any of the sessions, um, the, the breakout sessions, et cetera, and it was presented to us. Um, the uh, elected officials got together on a Friday afternoon and a Saturday morning, spent about eight hours total, eight to ten hours, um, looking over that feedback and then also giving the a council um, I guess I would say opinion of it as well. Not so much about what had already been said, but where did the council see the city? What did the council want to see in the future? Um, as elected individuals, what have we heard? What do we think we should be? Where do we want to go? Um, and then the, the phase two, which is, is what we're waiting on, is the consultant to come back and throw some of that um, out there. And, and I think, you know, there'll be 
critical success factors of how to make that plan work. Um, and there were six or seven bullet points that we really came up with as, as general consensus ideas. Um, and then I think the next phase will probably be what's some of the details? What is, um, you know, what is having a sustainable economy in Lee Summit look like? What are some of the goals? I want to stick a pin in that. And I'm going to come back to, to you and the council perspective. I want to move over, over to Nick um, and ask a little bit about, about staff perspective. So we know that, that elected officials, they've got – they have a job to, to, to be swayed a little bit by public opinion, and their perspective is different. So what do you do – as staff, as you're as you're analyzing, because you are going to approach from a from a different perspective, you analyze it and you you present all these things to the council. What what kind of role does the staff play in that? Well, I, I think you know we want to be uh, primary partners with uh, the council on this effort, and it's it's so great to have uh, great uh, leadership from our council on this process, and uh, they I think they did a tremendous job of synthesizing. Uh, the nearly 150 plus pages of uh, information and really kind of synthesizing that into key themes uh, for us to focus our efforts on. And I, I think that's so, so what, so what are those efforts? Like what, 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 what are you guys doing with that when they, when they put some stuff together? I guess I'm trying to figure out the just, I, I want everybody to understand the different roles in the process. So the citizens uh, were asked a, a variety of leading open-ended questions. You know, what, what do you like about Lee Summit? What are some things you would like to see improved? Uh, you know, just just some uh, thought-provoking questions. And so uh, some of the key themes that came out of that effort was, you know, there was an economic development theme. There was um, this desire to have or preserve our neighborhoods and make sure that we have strong neighborhoods. There was uh, a lot of discussion about uh, cultural and recreational amenities. I, that was, um, you know, it, it, I think that is something, some glue that can help, uh, um, you know, uh, keep keep us together here. Um, you know, some of the other things were um, working on being more inclusive with uh, community engagement and um, really kind of taking the next step on uh, kind of health and wellness for our community and working on initiatives that can help improve that. Uh, the final two would be collaborative relations with uh, education partners. That was a, a theme. We know that uh, um, our school districts and education providers here are an asset, and so uh, what can we do to help strengthen those uh, groups? And then the last was, uh, you know, as, as uh, Councilmember Benny mentioned, the proactive infrastructure development and uh, taking care of our responsibilities in a proactive manner and not waiting on those things to fail. So those are the kind of the key themes uh, that, from a staff perspective, that kind of helps us orient, um, you know, what uh, best practices are out there that can help support these. You know, when the council says, hey, let's look at proactive uh, infrastructure development, uh, what will we have ready to help them address that goal? And that really kind of helps um, sharpen the spear for us. Okay. Well, that, that also filled in what I was going to come back to Rob about was was, was kind of making those making those themes and, and and consolidating things into into packages. So, okay. So let's let's move then and let's get to to what we're really talking about, which is coming up this next week are people's first chances to come back to the table. Um, what are you going to be asking of people? 
Yeah, I think they're going to have a uh, Wednesday night session and a Thursday day morning session. So, right, well, uh, and we'll go ahead and just say that, that that's that's Wednesday night, uh, six thirty at the Missouri Innovation Campus, and then the Thursday morning will be at Stanley, I believe. At the Stanley, eleven eleven thirty. At eleven a.m. at the Stanley in downtown Lee Summit. Those are, those are your next two opportunities to participate in this. What, let's so let's plug be, lsignite.net. Yes, thank you. As well, so they can go in there and log in and register oh, if they fine. want to do my job. Do my job for me, Rob. <laughs> LSIgnite.net. You can go and you can find all, all all the information. But so that people are prepared, what are you asking of them at this time? Uh, I'm thinking of it as a fill in the blank opportunity. What do you? What kind of economic development do you want? What does a job look like in Lee Summit? What kind so, of employers would you like to see in Lee so Summit? So you'll take, say, for instance, that theme of economic development, and, and, and you're really asking for, okay, we, we get this. Now what are the what are the specifics? What does that mean to you? Yeah. How, and, and what are some ways that you would improve the local job base, or what would that local job base look like in an ideal world? Um, and getting a, a multitude of, of thoughts and opinions on that. And I think that's kind of what I'm, I'm hoping is the comes of this next phase is when it's brought back to the people to to make that input and, and kind of fill in the I call it fill in the blanks. <laughs> Details. This this process is moving quicker than than other strategic planning usually usually goes. It's usually a, a year long thing. Um, your council body decided we're gonna get this done in a matter of months. Yeah and I'm Trusted in the process, Nick, that, that we get there and that it doesn't get too rushed. And, um, you know. Well, I guess, I guess really more my question is, 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 is it's admirable. Well, is, what's the reasoning behind that? Are, are there certain things that you're hoping to get to? I, no, I think there's just a, a feeling that the last one maybe took too long. Um, you know, that was an 18-month process, if I remember right. And um, that was one Thursday, two Thursdays a month for three hours. And, and I think the impetus is probably half of the change of, of today's world is not everybody's got time to sit around and wait all that time. Um, the things I do, I do remember and take a breath is that we want to make sure we get this right. And while it's, it's like the comprehensive master plan, nothing is set in stone. It's kind of meant to be a guidepost and give us ideas on how to proceed forward as we make our decisions. So we want to get it right. And, and as we go through the process, I think if there's anything that really needs slow down, we'll, we'll take that opportunity. But um, in general, we, the feeling is that we can get there in, in a time frame that is a lot quicker than what's been done previously. Well, that leads right to, right into my, my next question is what does the timing look like for the, for the rest of this process? What, 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 are we, what do we look at next? Uh, so, uh, as Councilmember Benny mentioned, our next uh, steps would be to ha take this, uh, take these themes back to the community for input on April 24th and 25th. After we uh, kind of gather that more thought on on those topics, uh, the uh, next step would be another a second council retreat. We're tentatively looking uh, dates in June. Uh, we haven't have set anything up at at this point, but. That would be the kind of the final uh, check-in with with the elected body to uh, kind of put a nice bow on it and get it ready to see if it could be adopted and and uh, start working on implementation plans. I'm going to be a little bit unfair to you here, Councilman. I'm here, <laughs> but this is your this is your second term. Sure, you're you are in the middle of your, your second term on, on the council, so you you've, you've been around for a little bit. So, 
what do you expect to do when you get that that next set of results? How how does and and I know it's not fair to ask you to to speak for the whole council, so sure. uh, go Just, into that knowing. I'm sorry, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> what what does a council body plan to do? I mean, how how will they use these all these results and then and then put it together and, and create kind of like you said a a guidepost of of moving forward? How does that work? Well, I, that's a great question, Nick. And I think it, at the end of the day, it depends on, on what this product looks like when we're finished. Um, just speaking from one individual's experience, when I chose to run in 2012, um, not only my involvement with the, the Lee Summit 360 planning, but re- reviewing that document and kind of seeing what, what were the objectives, what was the, the fruit hanging on the tree, what were the things that that group and and you're right it was a very deliberative body that took a a good amount of time and a multitude of meetings to come up with ideas thoughts and and where we should go and i think at the end of the day i'm hoping that uh, obviously you know my my time will be done but it'll be for for the folks in the future and as we make our decisions it's not about what's today it's what's tomorrow what's next year what's 10 years that somebody's able to take that and say okay here's some general consensus ideas that came out of this group We'd like to maybe encourage or maybe work towards some of these goals. And if, if there's specific fruit on this plan that says we expect to see another park built, you know, the size of Legacy or, or we expect a park within a quarter mile of every house in Lee Summit, then, you know, we have our objectives and our goals and things that people want to see. Again, it's, it's a plan, and so you always try and work the plan. Have you – do you feel like you – I mean, again, you as, as a body – and it's probably not fair of me to do this again, but yeah, it's what I do. Do you feel like you have you you have used the previous planning effectively in that same manner as as your council body? The last two that you've been a part of have have made decisions. Yeah, I would say early on, um, the first council when I was elected in 2012, um, there were still several objectives sitting out there for us from the 360 planning that. Uh, I guess I would call them the lower hanging fruit or medium hanging fruit, things that we could do, uh, that we worked on, some of its outdoor performance spaces, uh, the arts, other things that people wanted to see. And uh, the plan, I think, would be going forward is that there's something that comes out of this plan that, that allows somebody to look forward. And, 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 and I, I'm asking this in, in more of a processy type of type of perspective here okay. of just, just how you actually how you actually use that because, you know, look – you are also at the mercy of what what developers and private developers come in and want to do. Yeah. So you can you, you, this kind of planning is not we're going to make these specific things happen no matter what. Abs- that, absolutely, that's not how it works. You're right. I think it, we all know that. So so I guess I'm kind of curious of of, of how you do that. How does that actually work? Sure. And, and I would tell you, I think Nick and, and staff do a great job of reminding of this sometimes. He, he, but he meant he meant the big Nick that yeah, does no work, the, not me. The, the taller Nick that guy does no work. Yeah. So as we do these plans, this is it's another tool we talked about last night with our economic development tools, another tool in the toolkit. Th- these plans are, are things that tell us what the community wants to see, and sometimes we have consultants come do master plans for us. Sometimes we study things and come up with our own plans. Uh, we have a downtown master plan. We have various plans. This is one of those that I think you look and say, what what is it the community wants? How do we make our decisions based on some of these thinking? It, it's not going to be a blueprint. It's it's not a specific 
take this step, take this step, take this step. It doesn't work that way. And, and as you referred to, we're at the whim of a lot of things going on. We can only make so many directions. Is, is that something that, that, that you look to when when new developers come in and they, they kind of start talking about ideas and plans they have for particular parcels of land? Is that I mean, do you kind of look at it and do you, do you compare them and say, is this where we want to go or do you just... Uh, you know what, and that's a great, I, I'm digging a little deeper now, and I think I know where you're going, because I I would say, honestly, no, I'm not going to pull it out and go, wait a minute, was this a specific objective? But by studying the document and kind of getting a good feel for it, and it, whether it's a campaign season or not, it's something you've read and absorbed, and you know what the community is looking for. Um, it, you know, I, I hear a difference of opinion every day when I go into a restaurant or to Hy-Vee or Oops, can I mention a specific business? Yeah, right. you're fine. All right. Uh, you know, I'll send them a bill later. W- whenever I go to specific business or, or somebody wants to talk to me about something, wherever I might be, uh, it's going to change a little bit of, of your thinking one way or the other. And so the fact of the plan, it's not a blueprint. It's not a step-by-step. Um, I, w- I wouldn't encourage somebody to run for office on it. But I would look at it and say, what what was the community thinking at this time and what would they like to see in the future? Okay, so so now I'm, uh, this is kind of where I wanted to get with all of that being said. And, 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 and I like how you said it a lot more concisely and, and effectively than my bad questioning. You started out this conversation talking about getting the people's buy-in. That you want, you want everybody to understand and kind of see this vision. We've all made it together, right? So knowing that it's not, I guess, how do you how do you ask people to have that same kind of buy-in when a lot of people say, "Well, we said this and we want this specific thing." So, so what do you say to people that 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 you're asking them to buy into whatever this final picture is that we come up with? And I hate that word "final" there, but whatever this picture is that we come up at the end of this process. Well. It, it, I like that, Nick, because I, I think I observed last night as we were standing there after break at the council meeting, we had a room full of, of 300 people there to discuss uh, a plan for downtown in, in an apartment complex. And, you know, I, I, I observed that it, I don't care if one side wins or the other. I don't, you know, it's not a personal stake, but man, it was so cool to have folks on all sides in one room talking. And just like that with this plan, when it comes time to make decisions, not everybody's going to agree with it. There there were a lot of things in the, in the 360 that not everybody agreed with, but because a lot of people had worked together and worked through the process and, and bounced ideas, um, you know, some of the best best discussions were, were when people brought ideas that nobody thought they could handle, but then as they started discussing them, things change or they kept on going and so it's it's a it's a buy i guess when i say a community buy-in knowing that the community tried to put something forward that people tried to come together and tried to come up with a consensus we're never going to get that we know that and the people that don't like it are going to complain about it and and say their things but knowing that that we tried to bring people together and work on something in in a common vision it's not going to all be shared but it's some kind of common vision for the future um, i think gives me the 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 positiveness that should come from a plan like this. Well, I was going to wrap up and have you give a give a, a last pitch to the people so that to, to bring them out, but I think you just did that, so I don't need to ask you that question. Well, that will wrap us up for this Friday conversation. Councilmember Benny, Nick Edwards, I appreciate you guys taking some time and talking with us. One more time, we'll say go to lsignite.net for more information on the strategic planning process. 
The next chance for public input is Wednesday and Thursday. That's Wednesday night at 6.30 at the Missouri Innovation Campus, 11 a.m. Thursday at the Stanley in downtown Lee's Summit. Thank you, and we will talk to you all on Monday. Thanks, Nick. Today's episode is brought to you by Shred KC. Jason, my journey. I just I, I just want to keep using the hipster buzzwords. Mm-hmm. My journey continues. You went to the gym last week, and I went again. I'm going to go again this week. You went. I'm twice not going to keep going. Week. It's exciting. It is, and I'm actually lifting weights. All right, so we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a little fun of you, but I'm doing it for a, a bigger picture point. Well, I'm used to the making fun of part. All right, so we were talking off air, and you were talking about how you went in there and and you told Ryan, look, I've got a weight restriction on my right arm. I'm still in the physical therapy from the broken arm earlier on the thing. And and did Ryan make you feel bad about that? No. He worked with you. He worked with me. That's what's, that's what's great. I mean, you, you know, you when you do the quick judge, right, you look at these guys and you just think meatheads and like, I don't want to go in there with not being able to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's intimidating, but that intimidation is taken away pretty quickly. Yeah, and everybody's got a limit of the stuff they can't do. I mean, you know, Ryan cannot appear to be, like, unintimidatingly large and muscular, and, and that's not really a limitation he's trying to overcome. But, <laughs> uh, but I mean, my point is we all have limits, right? We can only lift so much weight. We can only exercise. We can only maybe do cardiovascular stuff for so long before we get winded or, or any of those sorts of things. And one of the cool things about Shred... I think is they're going to work with those limitations and they want you to exceed them and, and move past those limitations, but they are not here to judge those limitations. They're here to help you do the things you want to no, do. No, that's the thing is you're not going to be judged and they'll find that limitation and then help you find the plan to push it, to push that boundary and to keep getting better and change your life. Look, that's that's the big thing. And, and, and it sounds as horribly cliche as saying I'm on a fitness journey, mm-hmm. but it is. It's changing my lifestyle and I like it. I feel better. And one and that's day, the biggest thing. One day, you're going to be able to lift a six pack of beer with your right hand again. One day, <laughs> I'm going to walk down the street and I'm going to have a jug of milk in both hands, and it's not <laughs> going to be a problem. <laughs> that's a weird image, and I think I never want to hear it again. Yeah. So, call Shred, call Ryan at Shred, and tell him that Nick and Jason sent you. You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall, a link to Lee Summit podcast with hosts Nick Parker and Jason Norberry. A proud member of the Fredcast Network, you can subscribe to this podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps and catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all the news, analysis, and conversations on the Lee Summit community. Connect with us on Facebook at Link to Lee Summit or on Twitter at LS Town Hall. Mm-hmm.